Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard Flight 785. In the words of Craig Mack, no more of your whining on the charts I'm climbing. And if you don't know who's rhyming, I guess I'm gonna say Dutch chocolate with perfect timing. 785 in the house, flight 785. My name is Kenyan, AKA Dutch chocolate. You guys already know that. And I am here with my lovely wife, Carrie. Good morning. Hey, hey, it is a early morning, guys. It is a very early morning, but you know what? I'm here. Dutch Chocolate is here. So, guys, it has been two weeks. It has been two weeks already. Where has the time gone, Carrie? Where has the time gone? Just flew by. It just flew by. Carrie, we need the energy. Carrie, where's the energy? Guys, it is current time, 626 a.m., and apparently, Carrie is sleepy, guys. She is sleepy. I don't know why. I'm feeling good. I did not get to bed till about three or four for some reason. What were you doing? Staying up watching Gay's Anatomy? Is that what it was or what? What were you doing? Talk to me. No, I think it's because I slept 12 hours the day before. Yeah, that's what happens, guys. She went to bed at like, what was it? 7, 7.30. 7.30 p.m. and didn't wake up until 7 in the next morning. Craziness, guys. Craziness. So, guys, what are we watching, Carrie? What are we watching? Well, I've been still watching Grey's Anatomy. So, still watching Gay's Anatomy. And then, <laughs> yeah, what, it's and, gonna take a while. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then we did finish Versailles, right? We finished yes, Versailles um, on we Netflix. Tr- we tried out Home Economics. I think it's on. Is it ABC? Yeah, I think it is ABC. Home Economics. And uh, Rebel. I don't know about those two. Yeah, we, we don't know about that. Well, guys, welcome to Flight 785, where at the very beginning of the show, we give you guys the flight plan where we talk about, or we let you all know what we are going to be talking about for the show. And also, guys, on, oh, here she goes. You know, it's 626 in the morning. She's, over here, she's over here yawning, guys. You're supposed you, to tell listen, you, need to get, you need to get fired up. It's about to go down. That's right. Thank you, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart to the studio, guys. But anyway, guys, so getting there. at the very beginning of the show, we give you all the flight plan where I tell you all what we're going to talk about. And, you know, as you all know, I have what you call diplomatic immunity which means I can say whatever I wish to say without any fear of reprisals or repercussions. So do not email the show with your displeasure, guys. Diplomatic immunity. Don't worry. He gets repercussions and and chastising after the show. What? (laughs) What? I I get what? Don't worry. He gets talked to after the show. Okay. Okay. You know what? (laughs) Guys, guess what? What you all did not realize, or maybe you did, was yesterday was George Takai's birthday, guys. It was George Takai's birthday. And you know, we have I have a love-hate relationship with it George Takai. It was also Takai. my grandma's birthday. It was. Okay. Yeah. Outstanding. So, you know, I also have a, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with George Takai because he always seems, when I'm trying to give these stories, he always seems to show up in the studio at the most inopportune times with his two cents. But you know what? George Takai, happy birthday to George Takai. I don't think George Takai is going to be anywhere in the studio today. He's probably off celebrating well, his birthday. Speaking of cents, 
You said yes. two cents. Um, yes. We're going to be studying the history of, pen- of a penny. Of, of who? Of a penny. Of you know, a penny. You okay. Know, the one cent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Really? Okay. Yes. Okay. So why did you come up with that? Um, I don't know. I was just trying to think of fun facts and that popped in my head, you know, because the so-called change shortage last year right okay i can dig it so yeah so for the flight plan guys we are going to talk about some homecoming drama we're going to talk about uh, a condiment issue we're going to talk about uh, bubbles and botox and we're going to talk about what happened at one of the airports in houston and then we close it out with uh you know with some learn something from carrie and then we go into the uh abby is not right so, you know, it sounds great. Sounds like a good look. And guys, I am broadcasting from Cedar Crest South. What is Cedar Crest South, you may ask? That is my home. I have labeled it Cedar Crest South. So if you want to know what Cedar Crest South is, just just type in Google Cedar Crest and then Kansas, and then you will find something. But I am Cedar Crest South because that's how we do it on flight 785. <laughs> Airhorn. So, guys, Carrie, are we ready? Are we ready to roll sure. into the show? Are you ready, Carrie? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you fired up? Yep. All right, we need to get fired up. So, here we go. Pensacola, Florida, guys. The crown doesn't appear to fit. Sorry, Queen. A Pensacola teenage girl and her mother, who was an elementary school assistant principal, were arrested Tuesday for allegedly hacking hundreds of student accounts to fraudulently vote for the teen as the homecoming queen in the fall. Yes. Those are goals. Oh, hell no. (laughs) Yes. Laura Rose Carroll, she's 50 years old, and her 17-year-old daughter, Emily Rose, have each been charged with offenses against computers, unlawful use of a two-way communication device, criminal use of personally identifiable information, and conspiracy to commit these offenses. So basically, this is what happened. The assistant school principal, the mom, she hacked into all these hundreds of accounts, uh, the high school kids' accounts, Uh okay, so that her daughter would be voted in homecoming queen in the fall. And, you know, the, the school district noticed that there are all kinds of hundred votes, hundreds of votes coming in for, you know, for the daughter. Right. Mm-hmm. And they were all coming in from the same IP address. How <laughs> stupid could you be? So, as usual, you know, investigators linked the account to the mom and, you know, to the mom's cell phone and all, you know, computers associated with the mom's home address. And there are over 250 votes cast for the daughter. So, yes, she is in hot water. So she was booked into the jail with the bond set at $8,500. And the daughter was booked into the juvenile detention center. So the daughter knew what was going on. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, what say you, Carrie? What say you I about say that? drama. Have you ever heard of any type of election fraud like that? That is widespread electric election fraud. I don't like to get too political, you but know, this is the, I, I this is one see of the, the biggest student doing it. Yes. But a parent that's actual faculty—that's outrageous. You know, this is one of the biggest. <laughs> that that's a 
poor goal. Like, you know, if that was her goal, she should have worked harder. Yeah, truth truth be told, you know, this is the biggest story in election fraud that I've ever heard of, Carrie. <laughs> what say you, Carrie? Is, so, this not, is this not the biggest? Is this not the biggest story in election fraud that you've so ever heard? True. So true. So true. I love it, guys. I love it. So that's what we had in Pensacola, Florida. So, you know. That's how they do it there. So more to follow with that story. I am going to see if I can look it up and find out what was the outcome from that. So moving on. There is a ketchup shortage, guys. There is a ketchup shortage moving around in restaurants in the United States. Mm. So here's the, here's the deal. You know, people love ketchup, right? I know people that put ketchup on everything. Okay. And ketchup packets are apparently in short supply. And restaurants are having problems. So, you know, ketchup's always been a staple condiment for Americans, you know. But since the pandemic, you know, it forced many restaurants to ramp up their takeout, mm-hmm. you know, cause, you know, because, you know, yeah. you can't eat inside. Right. And so, you know, the rules of ketchup supply and demand have led to a 13 percent increase in ketchup packet prices mm. since 2020. OK, so, you know, you get those, you know, the ketchup packets from yes. all the fast food places. It's all good. Right. But the supply chain has been disrupted because Heinz is trying, you know, the bottles, you know, they're not, you're not, you know, there's not a great demand for bottles. Right, you know, right. there's the great demand. They got to change the way they do it. They got to change their game. So, guys, Texas Roadhouse, you know, a very fine establishment. I go there often. They have also had to go to a secondary vendor to find ketchup packets. Mm. And so, yeah, it's it's crazy. So, guys, I will tell you this. Get you some ketchup. And keep it in your pantry because you never know. You might show up to the old grocery store and there may not be any ketchup. Carrie, what say you? I, I would just buy the little plastic containers at Costco and then fill it up with the bottled ketchup. You know, you could put what? it. What? <laughs> what? You know, those little clear plastic containers. You can just fill it up with your bottle or a big container of ketchup if you're so- at a restaurant. This is a solution for a restaurant. Oh, my goodness. Let me get this straight. What? You're, you're going to go to a restaurant and empty their bottle no, 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 of, no, no. of ketchup? I'm into... not. I'm giving this guys, solution. Guys, you're here. Get here first, no. guys. Breaking news. Carrie is going to go to the no, nearest Texas Roadhouse. You're not following me. No, I, I got the it. The restaurant Listen, say, can say less. stop. Say less. I got it. You're going to no. go to Costco. You're going to get some plastic bottles. Then you're going to go no. to Texas Roadhouse and empty their ketchup into your plastic bottles. No. And then you're going to take I was saying Texas. I was saying yeah. Texas Roadhouse can go to Costco, yes. buy the big bottle of ketchup and the little plastic. Yes. <sighs> Forget it, the t- <laughs> guys. The, time the little six. plastic Tupperware thing. You know what, that I, you, <laughs> they can fill up like two or three squirts of ketchup and yes. pass that out. Okay. Okay. You know what? You've got a solution. It's ingenious. You, you, you know, know what? It. It, it's a it's it's ingenious. Is that what you're telling me? You're just knocking it because you didn't think of it. This is ridiculous. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. This is ridiculous, guys. Moving on. Moving on. I'm a helper. Yes, yes, you are. Moving on. Let's talk about bubbles and Botox, Carrie. Coming out of Florida, as usual, you know, all the craziness comes out of Florida. So, a Florida man has been arrested after investigators say he was giving Botox procedures without the required medical certifications to do so. Oh, yeah. The Jacksonville Sheriff's Office launched an investigation after receiving a tip last month. 
So the detectives conducted an investigation and found several online videos showing a gentleman by the name of Nelson Turin injecting clients with Botox and doing other treatments. He would do lip, cheek, chin fillers, nose lifts, as well as other Botox type injections. Okay, he had several of the videos on different social media outlets on the internet showing the services that he provided. One advertisement that the investigators found was an all-day Botox and Bubbles event at a spa located on the 1200 block of San Jose Boulevard. What they learned through their investigation was that the Botox was for the clients, the Bubbles, that was for the doctor. Yes, the doctor was drinking Four Loco, which it's a strong fruit-flavored malt liquor beverage. Oh, hell no. Yes. Yes, he was doing did, Botox while drinking Four Loco. Did he train on YouTube? I don't know where he trained, Carrie. <laughs> I don't think he had any training. I don't know how he even got, you know, got the Botox. Tune University or YouTube. Tube University. Well, you know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people that do get their, you know, get their, you know, their information off YouTube and think yeah. they're experts. But yeah, so this doctor, you know, was sipping malt liquor. Okay, I thought you were going to say champagne. No, he but... was sipping malt liquor mm-hmm. for loco, if you will. Now, for loco, it is, it'll do something to your system if you drink too many. And he was giving Botox to people without a license. Okay, mm-hmm. he was in possession of multiple treatment drugs. Okay, mm-hmm. which he didn't have the the you know the licenses for. He had Botox and lidocaine. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he had all this stuff, and can you imagine, you know, a gentleman advertising online that he would give Botox treatments and people spending money, their hard-earned you money, know, if you to get... too much lidocaine, it could stop your heart. Really? Yeah, because well, that, that's what they use in dental procedures. Oh, really? They also use Botox for jaws, you know, if you have a bad um, joint. If you have a bad joint. The TMJ. Really? Really? Okay. So that is what was going on in Florida, and I I just don't understand why he would do something like that. Khaled? Congratulations. You played yourself. Thank you. So moving on, guys. We are going to move on. Carrie, are you feeling better? Are you you warming up now? I'm ready. I'm ready. Current time, 639. I'm sure sure he learned how to do that on YouTube. Probably. (laughs) The airport, guys. The airport. You can add a lot of ingredients to your... Now, this is the airport in Houston. Shout out to Houston. Uh, is it Bush or Hobby? It is at Hobby. Okay. I believe it's at Hobby Airport. Okay. So, basically, here's what happened. You can add a lot of ingredients to your breakfast burrito these days, but usually crystal meth is not one of them. Still, that didn't stop TSA officers from finding exactly that. During a checkpoint screening at the Hobby Airport... The TSA said they are doing a routine screening when they notice an unidentified lump inside of a traveler's breakfast burrito. The size of the burrito was so unusual, TSA asked to inspect it further, requesting for the traveler to unwrap it. Officers said the person tried to insist it was just a breakfast burrito. Mm -hmm. Once the wrapper was open, authorities said they saw something dark and unusual in the middle of the food that didn't match the description the passenger gave. As the breakfast burrito went through the x-ray for a second scan, TSA officers saw what appeared to be black tape and dark wrapping around the large organic mass. Mm. Suspecting it was something illegally hidden in the food, TSA called Houston police, who determined it was crystal meth. Mm. HPD confiscated the drugs, and the traveler was arrested. Congratulations. You played yourself. Sounds like they didn't do it right. Like, they should have... What? (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait a minute now. Wait, listen, listen. God, what do you mean they didn't do it right? I mean, Texas makes big burritos, but you don't want to make it so big that it stands out. Why didn't they just make it like, you know, Subway sandwich size burrito? Gary, I don't and, know. You and know. not put black tape on it. Just use a Ziploc bag. Well, I'm thinking the refried. Put, the, put mayo around it or something. First of all, Cheese, no, first, queso. I, I, you know what? I have no words. I have no words for what you're talking about, Gary. I really don't. You're on board flight 785. It sounds like you didn't do it well enough. Yeah, okay. okay. Oh, you know what? Carrie's always looking for, you know, ways to improve things, guys. So anyway, you know what? We're we're moving on, Carrie. That we're, shouldn't have been done anyway. You're you're right. You're, you know what? We are going to take a break and we will be back right after these messages for uh learn something, right, Carrie? Sure. All right. Yes. Here we go. You're on board flight 785. Hey everybody, Flight 785 here, and spring has finally arrived. Summer will be here before you know it. Now is the perfect time to check out some gear on GentlemanStrivingClub.com. Pick up that all-black, classic GDC tee, the one with the big GDC logo, the stag. That's my personal favorite. Save 15% off at checkout. Use code FLIGHT785. There's your promo code, guys. Go check it out. Gentlemen's Driving Club, what drives you? Welcome back to Learn Something. So this Learn Something is going to be about the history of a penny. The history of a penny. Yes. Okay. The one cent coin is actually the first currency authorized by the United States. In 1787, the one cent copper coin was created in a private mint. Okay. The penny remained exclusively 100% copper until the mid 1800s. All right. Did you know that Paul Revere was known to be one of the blacksmiths that supplied the copper for the one cent coin? I had no idea. It's all about who you know. I guess. Even back then. You know Uh, what? (laughs) That's. There you go. The more you know, not who you know. Uh, Pardon me. It's six forty-three in the morning. Please continue. (laughs) Please continue. All right. Another name for the penny is fugio. In Latin, this means I flee. I fly. Originally, there were three rings on the penny that represented the 13 colonies in the United States. Supposedly, this was suggested by Benjamin Franklin. Really? Yeah. Okay. In 1856, the penny was only made up of 80% copper and 12% nickel. The flying eagle was also added to the design. Okay. Then in 1859, the Indian head was created. These pennies were usually used to pay Civil War soldiers. Okay. So I I thought this was, I I used to have an uncle that used to trade me for all of my Indian head pennies. Really? They were probably collector's items and I didn't know it. You know, probably. (laughs) You got to, is it the same uncle that, uh, you know. We won't go there. Okay. (laughs) We won't name. Okay. All right. They know who they are. Okay. Uh, by 1864, after the Civil War, the penny was composed of 95% copper and 5% zinc. All right. So, in 1909, Abraham Lincoln's face was placed on the penny, representing his 100th birthday. 
Oh, I can dig it. Yeah, this was also the first instance that the words, in God we trust, were inscribed in the coin. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. So then in 1959, the Lincoln Memorial was added to the back of the penny for Lincoln's 150th birthday. Okay. All right. So in 2010, there was a new design placed on the back with a union shield with 13 stripes representing the states joining in one compact union to support the federal government. All righty. Sounds good. So the reason behind the learn something like I described earlier was because the history of the pen to do the history of the penny because was during the pandemic that u.s lawmakers tried to get rid of the one cent coin right right because americans were or are fearful fearful of touching cash you know 45 percent of the individuals were in favor of offing or eliminating the penny right right um, and another fact is also that the U.S. Mint loses money in making the penny because the copper prices rise so high, it makes it more expensive to make a penny right. than what the penny's worth. Right. It costs two cents per penny. Two mm-hmm. cents per penny. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, they should just make everything, just round everything off. You know, instead of something being $34.26, just make it. $34. We the people will pay for that. Just make it $34. So you're against the coin. No, I'm just, yeah, I mean. Oh, you admitted it. No, no, <laughs> please continue. This is history you're abolishing. Please, well, there's a lot of history we need to get. Well, anyway, please continue. Uh, last year, production of the coins were reduced, but as of now, the penny is safe and the U.S. Mint is back up in producing f- to full production okay with more talks to eliminate the penny currently so i'm all for I, getting rid of the penny i think there's larger issues that we need to handle right now. absolutely <laughs> absolutely so is that what we have I, for learn something I, I, i'm nostalgic about the penny also um the reason the penny came about too is because one newspaper i I forget what the name of the newspaper was. I believe it was in New York. Okay. Maybe it was the New York Sun. Uh, New York Sun? I I think it's the New York Times. No, back in the day. Oh, okay. It might have been something else. Okay. I I can't remember. It's something I read when I was studying this, that most newspapers charge six cents per paper. But this newspaper decided to, you know, price chop everybody and sell theirs for one cent per paper. Really? So that's why they came up with the penny. I can dig it. I can dig (laughs) it. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. You're on board flight 785. Guys, we are back. We are back for the final segment of the show. It is Abby is not right. That is where I pull a story from one of the advice columns and we talk about it and we decide if Abby is or is not right. You look fired up. You look like this is going to be shots fired or something or fireworks no. are going off no. with this one. You no, look this ornery is, no, this about one, this one. This one's one. fine. This is I'm fine. I'm a little nervous. No, no, this one's fine. This, you'll, Just you'll so be fine. everybody knows, Kenan doesn't know what my learn something's about and I don't know what his articles are dear abby's about yeah 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 that way it's all surprise it's all surprise so here we go dear abby i am a male reader with a complaint a male like yes like m a i l or m a l e what (laughs) 
What? <laughs> what are you asking me? Never, never mind. What are you asking me? I was thinking, the, is it the postman? Rick James. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. No. Never mind. You know I what? understand. Do they I read you? You understand now. I do. do. You do understand. Do we need to reset this? No, do do we need to reset going. this? Keep okay. going. You, you know can what? start over for the listeners. You know what, guys? Guys, I just, <laughs> listen, I just push play and I go, okay? I just push play and I go. It is 6.49 in the morning. I just wanted to get morning. all the facts. Please save all your like questions. Like I said, you look like you're raring Pl- to go. Please save all your. I just want to have all the please. facts correct. <laughs> please save all your questions for the end, please. Okay, all right, all here we right, go. I'm here. Dear Abby, I am a male reader. A male, as like in they read her gen- poem. No, I get it now. No, right? no, Gary. No, no, no. As in, they are a male. You know, male, female, male, female. Yes. I am a male. You know he what? reads her poem. You know, you know I got it, <laughs> guys. Guys, it's going don't, off the rails. Don't, don't write, dear Abby, about this, guys. Okay? It's going <laughs> off the rails already. Okay. I am a male reader with a complaint. Let's just get past that, okay? Can we get past that? I guess maybe okay, what I no can't more. get past I'm turning off your mic- has a yeah, I'm turning off your microphone, okay? This is ridiculous. I'm turning off your microphone, okay? This is ridiculous. I can't even get through the show. So uh, there yes. is a male, not a female, that has a complaint. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. It's taken five minutes. It's taken five. You know what? Go ahead. You, you know what? How me you keep getting you keep getting on my nerves. I'm getting my own apartment. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling house hunters. This is ridiculous. I can't, I can't, guys. All right, moving on. Dear Abby, I'm a male reader with a complaint. Have you ever noticed that women hardly ever compliment men on anything? They expect men to compliment them, but never reciprocate. If you move furniture. Take them out for a nice dinner. Buy tickets to their favorite show. Buy them a gift. They don't have enough manners, Carrie, or Mm -hmm. couth to say thank you or express appreciation. Getting a compliment is like pulling teeth from a great white shark that while he's feeding. Don't women ever think maybe I should say something to him instead of expecting him to say it to me? Where do they learn this behavior? Are they taught this growing up or do they just not care or even realize? Oh, no, that is what his question was, Gary. I've got the answer before you read, dear Abby. Yes. Yes. She probably had to ask him to do those things 10 times before he actually oh, no, did them. No, no, don't listen, don't jump <laughs> yeah. to conclusions. You're so reading that's into probably this. Probably why he didn't you're, get a thing. No, you. you're reading into this, okay? No, no. Yeah, that's you are definitely this is not a relationship podcast, but you are reading into this, no. okay? He is telling them that he is telling us, okay? Or he moved the furniture and she didn't no. want it moved. No, he moved what? <laughs> No, he moved furniture. Like he rearranged the furniture and she did not want it that way. You're reading into this, Gary. I I think he's reading it. What he is saying is... He's not seeing the whole picture. No, he's saying if if he's moving (laughs) furniture for his lady, he's taking them out for a nice dinner, he's buying tickets to their favorite shows, he's buying them gifts, they don't have enough manners or coups to say thank you. She probably asked him to do these things a million times. Ain't nobody got time for that. 
guys, Carrie is reading into this. I don't. I guess this is the Carrie is reading into things podcast because she has ran into everything. I've every story I've done this episode. I thought that was my job. Moving on. <laughs> this is what Abby has to say. My late mother, God rest her soul, once commented to me that people with class never use that word. In this case, I will make an exception and tell you that individuals of both sexes who have half class were taught from early childhood the magic words of please and thank you and to express gratitude. Okay? Express gratitude. You got that, Carrie? Yes. Thank you for sharing this article. Yes. And she says... I don't know what kind of women you are involved with, but I'm suggesting it is time to upgrade the quality. Do not spoil anyone who isn't willing to spoil you right back. (laughs) Abby is right. Go ahead, Carrie. What say you? What say you? What words are you going to say that is going to make the man look bad here, guys? What are you going to say, He's a little edge. You know what? You know what? This is ridiculous. Oh, my. George Takai, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be celebrating your birthday. Carrie, listen, I do a I'm Abby. I'm just saying, is, like, if the roles were reversed I and it was a an, female no, asking, that's what no, you would No, have I said. would not. See? I would, yeah, I would I think you switched the male and I would females around. I, this is what I don't understand. <laughs> that's why I specifically asked. No, this is what I don't understand. It I'm was probably doing, a no. female saying that about the male. This is what I don't understand, Carrie. I am doing a story about a gentleman that is pouring up. He's pouring out his heart. He is pouring (laughs) out his heart to Abby, telling them, asking her why women don't say thank you when he's doing all these wonderful things. Thank you for sharing this, dear Abby, with me. And thank you so much. And after, and can you please share more? After I tell you this whole story, I thanked you. You tell me that he is a little itch. Is that what you're telling me? Thank you for sharing this story. You're, you're saying he's a Mitch is what you're saying. I didn't yeah, say that. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I said itch, you're saying not it, Mitch. I know what you're saying. You're saying he's a Mitch. And everybody knows what a Mitch is. If you don't know what a Mitch is, you know what? You know what? Don't offend our Mitch listeners. First of all, we don't have any Mitches on this You squad. don't know. There's no Mitches on Flight 785. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you that I right apologize now. Yeah, yeah, you should. For the Mitches in our audience. There, we don't have, you know what? <laughs> I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I, I'm done. You know, I'm shutting this down right now. More and more, I have to shut this thing down earlier and earlier. So, guys, do me a favor. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. If you have an iPhone, go ahead and leave a review on Apple or whatever you listen to. You know, you listen to the show on. Leave a review. Carrie, I have, you know, I cannot believe you're calling people Mitches on the show. I did This is ridiculous. I didn't say Mitch. Guys, I, we're going to see you in another two weeks. Carrie, my, I, I may have to put Carrie on administrative leave, guys. Just make we'll, sure we'll, you tell him thank you. We'll, we'll see, guys. And I will leave you with this. We are all ugly to somebody, fake to somebody, broke to somebody, lame to somebody. But who really cares? Get your money, pay your bills, take care of your family, and don't worry about anybody else, and you will be fine. Carrie, you have any last words? No, you don't. Okay, thank you, guys. You are on Flight 785. Go ahead, Carrie. What do you got? I was just going to say, so you're telling everybody to be selfish? You know what? You're on board Flight 785. (laughs) Guys, we will see you guys in two weeks. Think of others. We will see you. Use your pleases and thank yous. (laughs) We'll see you in two weeks.